0: you're with Julian on the brown note and a review of black widow the final resting place of the wonderful scarlett johansson's characterization of black widow now the biggest mistake in a litany of virtually no mistakes that marvel made since iron man and there are very few the other major one for me is um, the the character the hulk i thought that they really ruined his story arc and he was, again, one of the best in the first Avengers film. That Just every time he came out, he was different and in a worse direction. But Marvel had one thing that they really screwed up, and that was not having the first female superhero film of the major superhero era, and leaving it up to... Um, eventually, Captain Marvel came along and saved the day, Um, but they had such a big opportunity. Well, it was actually Wonder Woman, so it was DC even undercut Marvel. That's the one thing that DC have, is that they beat Marvel to the punch with the female superhero, and Wonder Woman was brilliant, and they did a really good job. And they screwed the pooch because they had a superb characterisation in the character of Black Widow, and Scarlett Johansson had done a brilliant job over the avengers movie and winter soldier to really set herself up as one of the most interesting characters in the franchise and they didn't do it and they also semi-ruined the character by making her in a love affair with the hulk which went nowhere and was actually really trite and boring and neutered both characters they killed both characters with that thankfully scarlett johansson got to end on a high um the civil war one was really good but the mid the middle one uh was it ultron was a terrible avengers movie and all the characters floundered in that but the uh very last film she came back and gave probably her best performance as um in endgame as black widow and she had a very poignant death scene which was why which elevated her character to its rightful place and she And Iron Man are the two Avengers that died and gave up their lives. Her death scene was extremely good, and ever since they've been sort of saying, "Well, we're going to have a standalone Black Widow movie." Um, Unfortunately, my fears were realised to a degree with why they are. I mean, they they ended on a perfect note as much as you could, but ever since then they've been scrambling to get the whole franchise rebooted and reuse as much of those old characters as possible and they shoehorned really annoying teeny actors throughout the latter films to carry on with that We've already, not all of them were annoying at all Elizabeth Olsen certainly wasn't annoying but you can see that they were trying to shove this Shuri, the actress that plays her in Black Panther they kept trying to push her until she said some very strange things online um, I don't like Tom Holland at all, I can't stand him so they, they've they been trying to relaunch these billion-dollar movie f- movies because they're making so much money out of them. They were never going to let it lie. But I thought maybe they would give Black Widow the send-off that she deserves um, and not just use her to launch a new franchise. I'm half satisfied. So this one is set directly after Civil War. The director is um, an Australian called Catherine Shortland who did a very acclaimed film called Somersault many years ago. But I've not heard the um, other films apart from Berlin Syndrome, which is her most recent. And that seems to have got quite a lot of um, good reviews, but still low budget fare. Um, And she's come back in a very different world because it's very much the post Wonder Woman, post Me Too movement, post Captain Marvel feminist version of superheroes. Yet this is probably the least infected by that. Or Wonder Woman '84, which doesn't could have been a man in in that one. Um, this time around, uh, we see the birthplace of Natasha Romanoff, who became the Black Widow character. We know that she was an assassin working for the Russians, and she had a tortured upbringing where she was trained to be an elite assassin, killing women and children. Um, it's alluded that she burnt down a hospital um and also that she had been um genetically altered to have her uterus removed some pretty grim stuff and that she was part of this program when she was a child to become a super assassin uh, and that's where we start when there, uh, she's a child and she's got a sister and mum and dad played uh, rather winningly actually by dave harbour who hasn't got the credit he deserves yet he was um in the much maligned hellboy and several other films but i've always liked him in films and i think he's really really good and um the wonderful rachel weiss uh and unusual to see her in this kind of film rachel weiss was this woman that came on the scene as this impossibly gorgeous actress that starred in fluff as the beauty in films like the mummy and then a few years probably about 10 years ago she started this run of films where she i think she's been nominated for four acting oscars and could have easily won for the favorite i actually liked her the most out of those three easily oscar-worthy performances in that film and going back to i think the constant gardener was the first time she's now like one of the most acclaimed actresses in the world and has steered well clear of this kind of film so it's really interesting to see her back at doing it. I was actually quite impressed with that. And they as <coughs> a fake nuclear family in Ohio. And the opening of the film is them fleeing the American authorities who have realised they've got this sleeper cell thing going on in their town. Um, and then you see that the kids are torn away and sent off to some, you know, intern camp in Russia to be trained as, as uh, these, you know... They're not their real children. They're trained to be supervillains. And then we wind forward to just after Civil War, where Scarlett Johansson's the last Avenger, other than Captain America, that hasn't already been arrested. Um, And Captain America's on the run. We don't know where. And Scarlett Johansson evades the authorities and then takes up the quiet life. Along the way, we see her sister has re-emerged as a supervillain. She never got clear. Scarlett Johansson's character escaped and turned on her old masters. Uh, Florence Pugh's character stayed and she remains working for the Red Room uh, and this um, all-female sect of assassins that go around the world killing people and doing nefarious things. Very soon, we find out that there is a degree of scientific control over them mentally and that's broken for the Florence Pugh character Um, she's actually genetically wired that she has no free will and something happens where that's broken and then suddenly she can see the world for what it is so she ends up reaching out to her sister it's, it must be quite hard if you're a female supervillain and uh, an assassin and your sister is Black Widow, one of the Avengers, and hangs out with Thor and Iron Man. I did find myself thinking that. It's a bit hard to live up to, seeing all these posters of your sister everywhere. So the two hook up and set off on a mission to destroy the apparently deceased uh, Red Room, um, but it's still going and there's still all these... Um, female assassins going around the world killing people so that's the whole that's broadly speaking is a whole plot is them which is quite a small one them going back to the people that put them in that position and destroying everything and freeing all of the girls and that's pretty much it along the way they also hook up again with the people that played their parents um the david harbour and rachel weiss characters as well so we get the whole game back together and um it it it's um it's nearly very good there is a lot of humor in this film uh, and I, the, the chemistry between Florence Pugh and who I I was a bit I was a bit annoyed at Florence Pugh in this film because I really wanted this to be a fan service film to Scarlett Johansson's character and there were times when I felt like she was pushed into the background at her own party a little bit but there's no denying the chemistry between Pugh and Johansson is spectacular they're fantastic together And the number one thing that people will notice about the film that would be unexpected is the level of comedy in it is pretty decent. The humour is actually very, very good. That is a plus and a minus for me. I think probably my favourite Avengers movie is um, Winter Soldier, which is one of the bleakest and most iconoclastic of the whole bunch. And I really wanted this for her. I really wanted a film that was just as dark and as shattering as that film was. Um so I felt like the comedy though actually very good and makes the film quite watchable. Little bit undercut the seriousness of what we were seeing, which at times is quite bleak. Um, so goofing around it is both a plus and a minus. But the comedy's well done in it, and it is a very watchable film. Um I do feel like they've slightly undercut the the tribute I wanted for the Black Widow character. And done so by making it a heavily promoting Florence Pugh as the next Black Widow. And I didn't think, I I didn't enjoy that and I didn't think they needed to do that as well. There's a a very pivotal movement at a gravesite and the Florence Pugh character is, is doing something there which I thought was touching and deserved and worked really well. But then they undercut it by making it into a comic scene and then a scene about how she's going to take over everything. And I just thought that was a bit unnecessary. Let the Black Widow character rest in peace before you do that. You don't need to set Florence Pugh up any more than her near starring role in this film anyway. Um, The action is pretty decent. Some very good big set pieces in it. Not as much as you'd think. And they don't go on as long as you think. I think one of the biggest problems I had with the Marvel films is the last forty minutes being an entire universe battle. And I got over that. It really did seem to be every movie the last forty minutes were just this endless battle with entire cityscapes being destroyed. So even though it is a really it's a big special effects bonanza, it's it's much smaller scale and less time consuming and more sort of character driven than those films which i thought was a plus ray winston turns up for better or worse he's a brilliant actor but i often wonder why they make certain people have russian accents when they can't really do them florence Pugh, can really does well she's fantastic but um poor ray uh he's a great character and he's a dark sadistic man in this which is good and the other person that shows up is well, someone I've long sung the praises of, and don't think has got anywhere near the kudos. One of the best Bond girls ever, and never got any kudos from it. Certainly one of the most badass. So Olga Kurylenko, who is, um, is gradually sort of amassing a really good filmography. She was an she was the actress that could have played Black Widow ten years ago. She could have easily started out playing the character herself. Um, she had the looks, and she had the call. Cool and she had that X factor about her and she was brilliant in films like Hitman that no one likes. Um, so she was really good. So it is, it's its is—it's—it's a relatively pacey. Um, it doesn't dawdle too much. The comedy is good. I would have preferred a little bit more seriousness and darkness, because I really wanted to send off Scarlett Johansson's character a bit more. So overall, it's a very enjoyable watch. Not flat out brilliant. Um, bottom top tier marvel i would say or top mid-range marvel so i'm going to give black widow a seven and a half out of ten certainly scarlo and florence are a brilliant couple together and the other two rachel and david Harbour, are are really good as well um and um it often looks dazzling i don't know if that much will come away from it there's a nice avalanche sequence and the um the whole denouement at the end with the um everything falling apart I thought was really well done I thought they'd um when they've attempted that kind of bomb before they've it's been messier and it's been much more dragged out it's a repeat of virtually what happens in the I think the first Avengers movie where they're all all up in the air um I thought they did it a bit better this time um and it looked really cool so yeah seven and a half out of ten for a very good watch but It falls shy of the tribute to Scarlett Johansson's excellent turn as Black Widow uh, I wanted.